positive feedback loop. Welcome to Positive Feedback Loop. Today we have a very special episode. It's our end of the season uh, holiday special. So we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, holiday stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're actually here at my apartment. Um, So just to bring you into our home, uh, we should be making some hot chocolate and sipping some uh, peppermint or whatever. I don't know. But, with uh, marshmallows. Yeah, with hopefully. marshmallows. Yes, perfectly. Yeah, perfect. That's 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 what we need. The large ones or the little little mini ones. I, I honestly, it, ne- it needs ones. to be the large ones. Let me. Yeah. The, the mini no. ones. The mini ones are mini fine because like they come fake. with the hot cocoa. But like, the you really ones are want. So cute. Yeah, but they're not really. The big one in the middle of your. It's cocoa? not even snowing yeah. outside. You get you get the biggest possible marshmallows. Yeah. You know. It was snowing yesterday. It was. It was. That's true. Today is December thirteenth. It's around three p.m. and let's get started. This is Ray. Stephanie. And this is Luis. If you haven't heard the podcast before, uh, we're going to bring you in at this very end of the season one. Uh, This has been our alpha season, our beta season. I think we... I like beta because I want to call the season uh, uh, making it beta. But uh, that's (laughs) because I... Making it beta. Yeah. I like like puns. But uh, I haven't come up with anything for alpha. So, dear listener, if you come up with a better title for the season for including the word alpha, and it's a pun... Uh, you get extra points. I did not uh, know that that was a pun until now. <laughs> you talked about making it beta before, and I was like, ba- making it beta? So you learned something. It's at least wordplay. I don't making know if it's a pun, it but it's beta. at least wordplay. Yeah. yeah. I get it now. Yeah. You learn okay. something new every podcast. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, I wanted to bring up something. You know those like uh, Santa Clauses you see at the malls, and people go and pay like five or ten bucks to take a picture with their children? Uh, many times. Sometimes I've, they do. Sometimes they do. No a idea. lot of times they're sponsored by like Macy's or something, I, I oh, think. Okay. So there was a video online I, I watched today of a, a pastor, like an evangelical Christian pastor, uh, going to one of these malls and saying to all those families and kids, Santa is fake. This is not real. Why are you lying to your kids? And this is a pastor, mind you, a Christian pastor. How do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Um. Well, that's kind of a... I want to say I want to use a not very kind word, but it's it's not it's not a very nice move. Let's say it's not a nice. There's move. no reason. There's no reason. If these kids are already being lied to, there's no reason to break the lie for them. Let them enjoy it until they grow up and <laughs> feel disappointed and shame that their parents were lied to them for so long. When you guys have uh, children, are you going to tell them that there's a Santa Claus? I'm going to make up my own characters. I got lots of things to tell oh, my children. Oh, it's going to be a totally different Oh, interesting. My children are going to be like completely traumatized with like you know, stuff I tell them. You know what you should do? Like, you should bring in some... completely not going to trust me. Go you ahead. should bring in some Icelandic traditions because they have some really fun ones. Like, have you heard of the Yule Lads? What's the Yule Lads? The Yule Lads are like this group of like random... I think they're elves. I don't even know. But they there's so many random ones. There's one that's spoon liquor. There's one that like beats spoon. up sheep. They, they have these really random like, Are you making this up? No, I'm not. I'm not. You, I, here, I am legitimately going to tell you the, ex- the exact names for these guys because I'd saved it because I looked it up before. Are there as many Yule ads as there are reindeer? I do not there know that. There is beets, sheep, and something spoon <laughs> liquor. And, uh, nah, nah. What are, wonder, how many, how many reindeer there a, are is there? Is there a knife liquor or a fork liquor? I don't understand. Covenant, well, Cupid, don't are these characters or are they like No, they're ideas? like legitimate... Uh, the storyline personas from this this tradition. Okay, uh, it's not nine reindeer. There's nine reindeer, and there are there how many Yule lads? Mm-hmm. There are okay. Can you so the Yule lads, 
There is here. I'm going to tell you some of them. Before you do that, there I want to hear Stephanie uh, tell us the names of all the nine reindeers. Oh, I would absolutely love to hear that. Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. It's Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Oh no! It's Rudolph. Rudolph. <laughs> you got me all. <laughs> I will try again later. We'll try again. All right. So here are the Yule lads. We got. Sh uh, Stegerstor, who's, uh, and I apologize to any of my Icelandic viewers, I am absolutely crushing this, the, the language. Um, so the English translation is Sheep Code Clod, whose description is harasses sheep, but is impaired by stiff peg legs. Uh, he is the Yule Lad for, who arrives on December 12th and leaves on the 25th. Wait, there they is, come on certain days? Yeah, they, they arrive on certain days and There's leave on There's a new others. one every day, that's amazing. There's Gollygawk. Wow. Who hides in gullies and waiting for opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk? So this is hide your milk on December. Who's yeah. stubby? There's on a... December thirteenth, uh, from the thirteenth to the twenty-sixth. A stubby, abnormally short. He steals pans to eat the crust left on them. There's just some really great ones. <laughs> Can you read spoon liquor for a moment? Oh, spoon liquor? Yeah. Mm. Steals a type of wooden spoon with a long handle. Uh, I can't pronounce the name for it. Uh, to lick is extremely thin due to malnutrition. I mean, I guess if he was only eating from like his leftovers on spoons. So how long does their entire season go for? It starts December. It would. Uh, it goes until January sixth. With so. the last guy leaving is Candle Stealer, who follows children in order to steal their candles, which Do in those days carry candles. Around? Which in those days were made oh. from of tallow and thus edible. But, well, I'm assuming basically like using edible the tradition. Candles. Uh, these kids, they didn't really have flashlights at the time. That's my assumption. I don't know. I don't know how old this is. I prefer this tradition. It sounds like a lot of fun. There's also another yeah. one uh, that I know in Catalonia. They have, uh, in, in Spain, they have uh, El Caganer, which is like just, you. it's this little statuette that you put uh, in the like, nativity scene of just a dude pooping. That's just it. He's just pants down pooping. That's just a thing that is, is he wearing red a and tradition. White? Nativity scene. And it's like not the nativity scene. Like they have like a bigger like <laughs> full town display. Okay. But like he's just a character there. Was he wearing red and white or what's? No, the... he's just he's wearing <laughs> different outfits. They like sell like completely different like hundreds of thousands of versions of this guy. Was it just Santa all pooping. Claus as a youth? <laughs> I no, just dude pooping. Um, I I think I remember reading and I could be completely misrepresenting the the actual the story that it was based on. Some, uh, someone who, like, it was a knight that came in and conquered something, and, uh, let me actually look that up, because that is you know, I'm wondering a fascinating tradition. The origins of, uh, the Black Santa, what were the origins of that? Was that German? Was that German? What, what I do remember from? roughly so, hearing about that, but I'm not sure. I honestly yeah. don't remember that well, the, uh, that tradition. So I know also the Krampus, which is, uh, I think most people, I think, at this point I'm, know about Krampus. I mean, the origins was, uh, St. Nicholas, right? You have St. Nicholas who, uh... That he was living in now it is called Turkey and um, basically he went and I think stole some money or gave some money to a family it was like three sisters he gave them some money during uh, I guess Christmas time or whatever it was and um, basically uh, the money was used so they can those those are uh, that family could pay their dowries so their children those three sisters uh, don't have to go into prostitution and become whores that's how that kind of wow. originated. If, That's if, a story. Yeah, so it's interesting. That's an to, interesting one. To, um, to consider. I, when I mentioned the Krampus, oh, Steph, just... you did not seem to be particularly aware of that. No. Have you heard of the Krampus? No. He's like, uh, he like follows along with Santa and 
like whips children and puts them in a basket if they've been bad. Like, oh dear. He's, he's just getting coal in stocking. Above coal. You would just get like thrown in a sack and like, like kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, basically. By this goat demon. It's a, so, it's a fun tradition. I'm liking more and more the current Christmas traditions we have, <laughs> looking back on the past traditions that were very horrifying. Oh, Whoa. and I believe the, the Yule Lads give you either gifts or rotten potatoes, I think was the, the So thing. they might steal your milk, but they'll still leave a gift. Well, I mean, is a rotten potato really a gift? <laughs> it's like a... It's either rotten potatoes or rotten onions. I forget, I forget which one. I could be completely wrong, <laughs> it's though. It's so gross. Yeah. So I want to hear about your traditions during, like these times do you go see your families or do you like so yeah nowadays do so, you know you have a christmas dinner and maybe like celebrate a little bit in the morning exchange some gifts you know feel nice and watch some tv maybe home alone home alone 2 um <laughs> All the memories. yeah so it's pretty typical what about you louise well i mean we didn't really have that much in terms of like traditional christmas uh programming uh growing up i know that uh we have, we still have. I like how you use the word programming there. That's yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, for example, like I, I, I didn't grow up with like Christmas movies except for until like when I got here to the U.S. And I mean, the Cuba, at least at least it used to be the case. I don't know if it's still the case. Uh, <clears throat> what tends to be more following the tradition of the three uh, magi, magi, yeah, magi? yeah, the three kings, yeah, the three mm-hmm. wise kings or whatever it's yeah, called. The, in the... The, the the holiday, the holidays really through January. Yeah. Which is nice it kind of extends through i like all these holidays through the winter where you celebrate different things yeah i mean you gotta do something to keep from the being bored (laughs) i mean you can't go out and and farm right you're stuck at home you got nothing better to do might as well drink and be merry remember when i was in a grade school so i went to a catholic school until up until eighth grade and every year there was a christmas pageant and i think it was sixth or seventh grade uh and you know, the entire class was supposed to act out the nativity scene. Yeah. And I was one of the kings, one of the three kings. I think my gift was myrrh. Basically living out that whole scene over again um, for the entire congregation to see. Um, yeah, I believe that goes on all over the place. Christmas pageants are an important part of a Catholic schoolboy's life. I never had the, that sort of pageant. I, I mean, for us, we... I think the closest was we did, um, we, I think when I was in middle school, I mean, I, I went to an international school in the U.S. And when I uh, arrived in this country, and we did, we had to act out the Ramayana, which is a Indian story, epic, oh, cool. and I was a warrior monkey. That was that was uh, my job. Indian. That's cool. Indian is this um, like Hindi. Hindi. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the story? Do you remember? Uh, I honestly at this point I couldn't I couldn't tell it without insulting at least a subcontinent of people. <laughs> so I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> you would make a good monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was ever in any pageants or anything. Like that, like a cultural I mean, play. I've been to nativity scenes to like that were still that were like statues. There was another you know, um, storyline we acted out where it was the crucifixion scene, and that was one of the Romans Wait. beating Chris, beating Christ, and that was interesting. In too. high school, you no, this was not this was not on high Christmas. School. This was a great school. Oh it wasn't gosh. it wasn't Christmas. It was 
Good Friday, right? So, oh, okay. I yeah. was like, that seems a little no, bloody no. for Christmas. <laughs> it does seem pretty extreme for Christmas. Here's yeah. Christ born. Here's what happens afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> the same day. It's like, yeah, yeah. It would be a little jarring. Kind of a roller coaster. <laughs> oh my god. Right. The number of horrifying things I've just come up with in my head are just awful. That would. This is definitely not good uh, grounds for a child. Uh, I right. think it would be worse because there was a, a child acting out Jesus, and I think that he was a little, you know, a little traumatized, traumatized yeah. at that too. I'm not surprised. That's very I mean, it's a very bloody, uh, violent situation they got going on there. But Christmas is nice because, and and even just like the beautiful winter season as well. Like just this idea that there's the pure snow falling and got kind of the insulation of sound. It's very uh, still and beautiful and. Even when it's cold, you don't feel like it's miserable for a lot of the season. You feel this magical sense of wonder. Um, what about after Christmas? You know? What about after New Year's? It's all I just... Even after, after New, New Year's, Year. you feel a wonderful sense of hangover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, well, I mean, after New Year, you have everybody, not everybody, but those who are interested start to make goals and resolutions. And so it's this idea of oh, birth, you know? New Year's resolution. <laughs> Do you make resolutions? No. Yeah, I make them every day, but uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think there might be a problem but. with your resolution setting. <laughs> uh, what has been your most successful resolution? I pref- I prefer uh, not to like, comment Devil on chat. that. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. We totally get that. But it's been going quite well. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to uh, hearing about it off the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our poor listeners are like, what? What is happening? Loop us in. (laughs) Oh, it's uh, it's the big one. Um, Yeah. He's actually, so, all right, so I'll break the silence. Um, He's building a boat. Well, the truth is, Ray's actually Batman. Noah's Ark. Oh. He's actually Batman. He's Batman, but has moved from the car to the boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know what? It's People found out about the mansion. It's very obvious, especially with all the construction work, that he built the Batcave there. I mean, (laughs) how we will not figure that out? I mean, did he kill all the contractors? No. Did he build it himself? No. So someone's gonna have fun. Got to know. You know what I also um, like about the holidays? <laughs> Sorry to just <laughs> cut you off. Bring us back to reality. Going, the Batman thing. <laughs> kind of, kind holiday of Batman. There. But uh, holiday parties, like Christmas parties, and you know, events and all these like little places and you know gatherings where people are given open bars and crazy things to do so that's kind of interesting to me how like we're just like we're gonna work for a year and it's at this point where we're giving you we're gonna give you like a holiday bonus we're gonna celebrate the entire year have your family and friends come and we're gonna just celebrate the entire year i think that's 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 an important part of corporate culture have you ever had a white elephant party at yeah the office? Yeah, wait, white elephants um, wait, are a lot wait, of fun. White, I'm so, so white lo- elephant. What white is this? What? Now what it's my that? turn to say what. You I don't know haven't what that heard is. of it. Teach him about the white elephant. White elephant. That sounds party. disturbing. I don't know why, but it's I'm actually it's, like, it's kind of a gift. You it's kind of a on gift. A white elephant. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, you. Of a white elephant. You bring something from your house yeah. that you just don't want anymore, basically. Or you go out and buy something ridiculous. Yeah, I thought you could Some buy something. people go no. either way. It's really like five and you wrap it up. Yeah, more. it's like yeah, less little. than $5. And you wrap it up and you bring it. Um, and everybody brings it, their gifts anonymously. You don't know who brought what. Yeah. 
place it all on the table in the middle of the room or on the floor or whatever <laughs> you're having your party around. On the ceiling. On the ceiling. You nail it to the ceiling. Yep, all the, the gifts are nailed to the ceiling. Then you do a mannequin challenge where like every gravity is shifted. Like upside, you know, on the slide. So this is what anyways. he meant by crazy things that he has to do at holiday parties, which I was yes. very curious about. Yes. So now I understand. Um, anyway, yeah. so people draw numbers, and whoever gets number one gets to choose a gift from the middle of the room. And they take it, and they unopen they un it. <laughs> <laughs> they open it. And they, seal they it decide. Further. Well, and the first person keeps it, right? So whatever yeah. it is. And we all laugh. The second person, whoever drew number two, can either steal that gift or, or take another open, one. you know, Oh, so being first is... that way. Wait, what does the first one get if the it's The first stolen? one at the very end of the game can then steal or keep the gift they have. So it circles all the way back down. But yeah. you can't have a gift stolen more than twice. So like yeah. at the second steal, that remains permanently that person's gotcha. gift. Yeah. So, so it's very strategic. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. See, my, yeah. my thing would be I would make a gigantic box, put just like a very tiny tchotchke in there, uh-huh. and just... See if they go for it first. Yeah. A what? Yeah. A tchotchke. Just like a small trinket. A small trinket? Yeah, some sort of trinket. Like Very a cheap. little like elf with made out of wood or something? I mean, sure, if that's what you're, you're imagine when you think trinket. A little train set? I mean, sure. A keychain with a bottle opener? Could be, yeah, could be Most a nutcracker. Most souvenirs yeah. tchotchkes. Yeah. Tchotchkes? Yeah. yeah. Where did that originate from, the word tchotchkes? I do not know. Russian? It does sound a little bit, but I don't, I don't know, actually. We have the magic of the internet on our fingers, which we could use to figure it out, or we could try to uh, throw Imagine. in random. I just thought of an idea. Yeah. What would what would be? Would it be possible to have a a fourth player in this pod- podcast, but not a human being, maybe an artificially intelligent Ooh, bot, to like answer all the questions we have as we speak instead of looking them up immediately? Or to experience dialogue with us. Yeah, to we hear can... what you're saying and respond to it. Not with an answer, like, you know, current AI is in the commercial market now. Right. In consumer grade. Right. But some sort of conversation. Like, like yeah, you could like, ask a question. In maybe, the- have you ever thought about this, guys? Have hey. you ever used Google uh, Allo, their messaging app? So, haven't used it uh, thoroughly. I've used it, like, for, like, maybe five minutes. Okay. Really- well, I'll let you know right now. Google Allo has this function where, basically, it'll predict what your response would be to, so- to someone else's text. So it'll give you three options, and I've had so much fun with people I know that are actually using Gaalo, just seeing what the response to the response to the response is. We were just going to a loop of me only res- we we're only responding to each other using the suggested responses. Wow. And have a and meaningful conversation? No. They, they say nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's always like, how was your week? How was your day? Are you having a nice day? Oh, cool. <laughs> Heart. Love you. <laughs> You're ruining the yeah, algorithm, yeah, yeah. man. You're feeding it the, crap. The, crap my in, favorite crap thing, out. My favorite thing is when they get into just like an, an, an a loop where it's just like, that's it. There is no more conversation from there on. What do you think the or, base is for that? Like a heart? I think it would be the face? heart. Maybe no. I love you. I love you too. I love you. I no, love you too, the, the issue I've had. No, the one I've, we, the one I've reached, the only loop I've ever reached, which I've reached it twice. Is I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> We're very knowledgeable, these human beings. We know everything. <laughs> and just like three different variations of the expression "I know," it's it's pretty great. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you, I completed the first season of Westworld. Ah, that's exciting. Um, I I've don't know if it. I don't know if we want to okay. use any have any spoilers uh, at this time. Well, let's just say uh, I'm looking forward to season two. Oh yeah, me too. Is it's that in like two years show. now? It's, like, it's going to last, it's going to be a while. I don't know. 
What's the theme without spoiling it? Artificial okay. intelligence. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I got this. I got this. Okay. It's Western Jurassic Park with robot humans. Yeah, but there's more to it. <laughs> that's not the theme. I would say that's like the, the it's scene. It's literally, that's literally the entire thing. Yeah. That, that's not the theme, though. It's more like the, the setting or the scenery. I think the theme is more artificial intelligence and uh, existentialism. That's what I think. I mean, I guess it, it, it defines what is a, what is personhood, I think would yeah, be Yeah, what is the, identity? The, yeah. How, okay. do you, how does a, a, an artificial being reach that level where we could consider it a person? Mm-hmm. As opposed to just a toaster, a really advanced toaster. Well, we used to think, or maybe some thought, that you know, a robot that could learn... That they, they probably didn't think robots could learn, right? Yeah. And now we know they can learn. Um, yeah. And that they have some sort of cognition. So what do you think now would differentiate? You know what I think? I think in like 2060 we'll have a robotic Santa Claus. And that would be an interesting <laughs> twist of events. <laughs> I have they so many actually, questions. <laughs> you could actually travel around the globe. We could have a suborbital uh, yeah. sleigh. Literally right? throwing... Stuff into chimneys like mm-hmm. accurately, just invading all the countries, all the countries' uh, flight zones, all the all the airspace, right, right. getting shut down constantly. <laughs> Actually, Futurama. Don't ruin this for me, Luis. <laughs> Futurama already did this. This was they done like robot Santa, five yeah. to ten years ago. Yeah, so. I'm sorry, but it was props uh, to them. Nice he's an job. Xmas Santa. Matt Groening is a Futurama. Well, okay, so you have Amazon that you know thinking about the whole like delivery by drones, so you could work that into the suborbital sleigh. Uh huh. That's going around and you would deliver and who would produce all the all the toys it would you need you probably need slave labor at that point you'd have no, robotics what i'm saying is people would order you know the parents could go in on amazon order the gifts yeah and then this orbital sleigh would would deliver by drone the drones would kind of spill out of the sleigh and the drones would be shaped like reindeer and they'd okay. go down into you know into mm-hmm. the neighborhoods and start delivery okay so so who, who are making these toys is it going to be these little robots that are shaped like you know dressed up like elves oh well, i thought they were going to sh- be shaped like reindeer but they can be elves that are going to make <laughs> the toys making the toys oh make it well no amazon you know is a yeah, so basically we've so a, we've, we've, the same. we've transitioned so, from being from it being like a government body establishing a santa claus program right. where a robotic santa delivers toys for everyone to a company being like, hey, this would be a cool marketing idea, and then just putting a, yeah. a, a costume on their drones when and they And working deliver. with, like, Elon Musk. Courtesy to of... have some sort of, like... Amazon and aerospace. Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Like, now corporations are becoming these, like, super strong entities. Did you know that the... Becoming? Med- <laughs> well, 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 if, if, let's talk about ExxonMobil, for example. <laughs> so we've got a far, far distance from uh, <laughs> from Christmas. Hey, we're still talking about Santa here. So, right, so ExxonMobil so Exxon has, I think, the the revenue of the entire country of South Africa. Okay. Okay. Wow. And I, I'll, sure. Has, I have no idea. It has, and its CEO has international ties with many countries, obviously. Yeah. And is a kind of like a diplomat, almost in a way. And now he's being appointed by our president-elect yep. uh, to become secretary. What is it? What Secretary position? Secretary of State. Yeah. Is it Secretary of State? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, isn't that interesting? ExxonMobil CEO being um, appointed to be Secretary of State. I don't think it's been pushed into it. Has it hasn't happened yet exactly? But still, something to consider. How yeah. it's a it's a. I mean, I don't I don't know how much I want to say on this, but I will say two things. One, uh, I believe the main issue that people are having right now with that appointment is 
the fact that he has very strong Russian ties, which is mixed for complex situation geopolitically. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I don't think that any someone being from an industry necessarily means that they might be either good or bad for the job. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that either. I mean, I, th- I think yeah, that my like... my first reaction was, when I heard that, my first reaction was, this makes sense for Trump at least because he doesn't, he, he's kind of against this idea that all these career politicians should be... Government. Yeah, so he, I mean, at least it matches what I consider to be... Yeah, it's in line with his strategy. Aligned with his own, his own. It's not. Like, it's not particularly. Which, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, apart from the fact that, like, I mean, most of the cabinet that he has picked so far does not seem to really align with the idea of draining the swamp, as he would put it. Um, but that well, is that is a very unchris on holiday <laughs> discussion that does not bring much joy to my heart. Well, so, so. here here's here's a connection <laughs> though. So I think of someone like Trump, and I do I think of you know other people we know who have more money than you can imagine yeah what do you i can imagine a lot of money so right yeah, yeah, yeah. my imagination gets um, there so anyways continue please there's no gift that they think oh i can't wait to receive this gift right so what do you think they look forward to most during a time of gift giving um, uh, maybe their company's reaching the black with holiday sales i don't know hmm. what you mean exactly and who you're referring yeah, to I think she means how do you give how do you give gifts to someone who has everything oh yeah, it's about it's it's not like the value of the gift itself in the monetary terms it's more of how much thought have you put into this gift what are you thinking when you're handing this gift over to me yeah. i think it's very sentimental yeah. and that's where that's probably the value can be too. priceless and it is true for everyone um but many times for people less well off, having utility from their gift is what they're seeking. Like getting a new pair of shoes because their last pair is falling apart is really going to help them go through the next year. I would say another thing that uh, people need to take into account when giving gifts, people tend to treasure experiences far more than they do material items. Because material items, after a certain amount of time, they lose their value and they mm-hmm. and like inherently you stop valuing it less you start valuing it less and less but if you provide someone with an experience something that they can really cherish as a memory that can stay with them for most of their life until they get alzheimer's and forget about everything and then every it's a depressing situation for everyone well you can still take <laughs> you can still still record you can record those experiences through picture sound video uh, in the future, maybe they can be recorded through like brain waves, like how you were feeling emotion at the mm. time. Record those things and then replay them in, in your mm. mind. If there's like this, you know, if brain to computer interface becomes a reality. However, um, I wanted to point out that that whole like people enjoying experiences more than get, like items is a newfound thing. Two hundred years ago, people weren't looking for experiences; they were looking for like uh, items, things that they can. I, I think. You the, think, okay, because I, 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 I think that's a, the majority that's like a of conjecture. People, the majority of people, okay. because if you look at how wealth was distributed, it was very, it was worse. I mean, it was much worse than now. We have a pretty steady middle middle class, believe it or not. Well, I, I would say that yes, having things is nice, but ultimately, you will find that people in even the poorest places, with the exception mm-hmm. of like you know outright famines, tend to still be able to find joy without having the material possessions. And that's, I think, a, a factor of being able to spend, you know, having time to spend with your family. And just, it, those are the experiences, and that's where it matters. I'm not saying yeah. that you need to, like, take them out on a, on a yacht. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, like, there are things you can do to make someone's day better 
that I think ultimately will affect them far more than just the pure utilitarian value. That being said, if you have a friend who is in dire need, absolutely help them. That's I'm not saying not right. to give. I was and saying I agree with you. Though. I was saying specifically in the case of like mm-hmm. someone who's extremely rich, that's probably what I would try to gift them an experience rather than a. So what's interesting gift. to me is uh, makes me think of Anne Frank and how uh, she thought a lot about love, and they're living in you know the top floor of of some building and there and she's just trying and she's thinking about such imaginative things and not just the loss or the poverty experienced um during the holocaust which yeah i think is fascinating and i think a lot of these thoughts are normal no matter how much you have yeah you think most about love you think most about your family you think most about experiences and it's miraculous to see who's grateful gratitude isn't isn't really in the in the value yeah of the thing that's what's fascinating to me and uh on that note we, we i think we'll take a very small a very short break um dear listeners stay with us we'll be right back with pfl positive feedback loop and we'll talk a little bit more about holidays and, and the, the power, spirit of the season and the power of love yeah the power of love For the holidays, sometimes it's hard to remember the things that really matter. We think about Christmas, we think about our families, we think about Hanukkah or any of the other uh, holidays that happen around this time of year, and ultimately it all comes down to one factor, the thing that really brings us joy at this time, and it's snow. So this holiday, why don't you invest in Snowbox? This is a subscription service that provides professionally gathered snow from all across the country to you, to your doorstep. Once a week you will receive a box of uh, snow uh, from a catered to you, uh, crafted lovingly by people across the entire world, and you can use it to your heart's desire. It'll be, you'll receive the snow, subscription will last all year long, so you can be receiving snow even in the summer. Terms and conditions may apply, the snow may be melted at the time of arrival. Welcome back to Positive Feedback Loop. Uh, thank you for listening to our commercial. So, as we are nearing the end of the season, um, we just want to say a few things. First, I want to thank our dear listeners for having stuck with us this so far. I mean, it's been a wild ride getting setting up a podcast. I know that it may not seem like much from the outside, but it's been a, it's been an adventure so far, and we look forward to continuing it in the in the future. Um, we'll be back in. For Jan- season two. It, yeah, for season two, we'll be back in, a, in just a few short weeks. It won't be long, um, but we'll. You can check find our blog posts, and you can see there more of our about our update schedule. You can follow us, and talk with us, engage with us online. So if you have any questions, or if you have any topics that you want to hear us talk about, or heck, if you if you want to be a guest and you know where to find us, then absolutely reach out. Uh, it's been. I just want to thank my wonderful co-hosts for making this a very special first season. Um, you yeah. don't have anything to say. Yeah, I do. Uh, I think I really appreciate your guys' company, your conversations, your discussions. Uh, I've learned a lot through the process. Hopefully I've been able to, you know, also teach you guys a few things from my experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I realize that we're 
all very different, which yeah. I think adds a lot of value to this. I've learned that Ray is a in, in debt, just a terrible criminal. Just has committed so many crimes. <laughs> Episode six <laughs> will go down in memory. That was hardly a crime. I know. <laughs> but we love teasing you. About the amount of fun we had was a crime. Eh? Ah, yes, indeed it was. Uh. I love this year uh, uh, in general uh, for how much I've been learning. It's incredible. But I've had a lot of fun with you guys, and I do appreciate how different we are. And I think that makes for a very interesting podcast. We also had thought about this for a while, just kind of joking around. And it's miraculous and... uh, incredible that it came to fruition and that we have yeah. this cool product that represents thought, creative thoughts we've had. Um, even that first commercial really was uh, something we had thought about uh, and joked about for over Oh yeah, a year. baby bowling. Baby bowling had been baby an baby ongoing bowling. joke uh, that we've had since we first met. Mm-hmm. Since we Steph have, and I first met. We already have yeah. like 250 subscribers to baby bowling, don't we now? I don't think that's that high. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not that high. No. Um, although I do want to give a shout out to, I think, our subscriber in Hungary. Yeah. <laughs> we we have someone in Hungary. We have someone in from Hungary we ha- and someone from Switzerland. Who Switzerland, yeah. listens to this podcast. So uh, thanks for coming around the world to yeah. listen. Or, or for using a, 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 a server to act like you're from Hungary or Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> could, be a, could be a proxy. Yeah, it could yeah. be a proxy. But yeah. either way, it's been, a, it's been a wild ride so far. Yeah. And we look forward to next season. So um, if you have any thoughts on what we should be doing, uh, you want to reach out to us, engage with us, you can follow us on our website, uh, pflpodcast.com. You can send us emails. You can there, We have a contact form there, so you yep. can reach out to us personally. You can uh, give us topics. Uh, definitely have some creative minds here. I've always appreciated yeah. Luis and Ray for how creative they are. And so if you submit a topic... Uh, we were we more than happy. To, yeah, we are more than happy to devote an entire uh, forty-five minutes to an hour on just <laughs> that topic. So, if you want to hear us ramble about something we know nothing about, this is this is the way to get it done. Um, also, uh, you can reach out with any corrections to anything we've said. We are more than happy Debunking. to. Over, yeah, we the, the monkey corner hasn't really made a comeback since episode one, but it it is there and it is something that we want to keep doing if possible. Um, so. Send us any corrections or anything we've said. We've said a lot of things that are probably false, so we just don't have the some time to really go back. Yeah, <laughs> some intentional. Yes. Well, uh, truth facts, TM. If uh, if you any statement I've said has followed by truth facts, remember it's not a, it's not a truth. It's not true. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you can keep engaged with us. We will have uh, more podcasts coming to you in 2017, and it's been a blast. So as we say to end all PFL podcasts. Stay Stay crazy. crazy. Stay crazy. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.